welcome to the Amanda Reed Podcast. I am your host and teaching cheerleader, Amanda. I am a former teacher, Indiana-based, and now live in Savannah, Georgia, helping teachers start an online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Tune in every week as I chat about all things teacher-related, creating healthy habits while still teaching, what to do if you are burnt out, and what and how to turn to when you are ready to walk away from the profession. My goal is to guide you to living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Hopefully this episode finds you well. Thanks for tuning in. Before we get started, I want to invite you to join the private Facebook community that I host. It is called Aspiring Entrepreneurial Teachers. Um, If you search that, you should be able to find the group. Um, Otherwise, it'll be in the show notes for you. Today is super extra special because I brought my husband on the podcast today. So you're going to get to hear a little perspective coming from a spouse on teaching. Welcome, Chris Reed. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, So before we actually get into um, what we're going to chat about today, um, I wanted to fill you in a little bit on the journey so far. So if you're just new to the podcast, um, you may not know, but I am no longer teaching. I left about two years ago, but I want to fill you in on my teaching journey so you have a little bit of um, background and um, you know where we're coming from. So it was 2009, I believe, and that's when I was, you know, looking for my first teaching job. I was doing odds and ends teaching job, IA work, um, yeah, all that fun stuff, and was trying to land a permanent position. And at that time, it was crazy. The teachers then were, like some of them were being laid off, let go. Um, It was just a crazy time. So it was kind of hard to land a permanent position, but finally did, obviously. And so through all that time, um, we got married in 2010 um, and then started teaching then. So I started in special education in intermediate school and um, a permanent position opened up in kindergarten. So I was there in kindergarten for 12 complete years. And, (coughs) excuse me, throughout the or full time, and it was a couple years after we had gotten married that um, I landed this position. So as you can imagine, newlyweds, Getting your, you know, your first job as a teacher, I loved it. My heart was there. Um, spent a lot of time at the school, and I actually enjoyed that um, because it was my own, and I was building my own classroom, my own routines, my own management. Um, so, yeah, Chris, you'd probably say I spent too much time there, most likely, at the beginning. 
<laughs> yeah, yes. there's there's some long nights, some late nights. So lesson learned: create some boundaries um, because you can't sustain that for long term. But carrying on, um, taught and um, had our first child in 2013. Um, and was able to take about six months leave with him and return back. Um, was, you know, breastfeeding, pumping, doing the whole bit. And I would say definitely, um, you know, once you have your first child and you're a teacher, it definitely changes the whole dynamic, perspective, everything changes, obviously. Then in 2017, we had our second. And... That was kind of the defining moment of that's when I knew for sure that I could not stay long term in this field. I felt so guilty all the time because I wasn't giving my kids what they needed and deserved. And um, so 2021 rolls around and I was able to leave, kind of took a huge leap of faith and left. And that's kind of a nutshell journey bit of what I went through and what, you know, what things were like then. So we're going to start the conversation. Um, so grab a glass of water, little snack, whatever you need. Um, here we go. Ready, Chris? Ready as ever. <laughs> All right. So sit back, relax. Um, hopefully you'll pick up some golden nuggets and be encouraged by a spouse's perspective on teaching. Or you might actually be like, holy crap, I really resonate with this. And wondering if my husband or my spouse or my wife, whichever, um, is thinking the same thing. <laughs> All right, first question. You ready? Yep. Here we go. All right, what role did you play as a spouse to me when I was teaching? Oh, we talked about this a little bit. <clears throat> um, so it was definitely a emotional support. It was listening to a lot of venting and just trying to figure out. I think the hardest part was I was trying to fix whatever problem you came home with. And that was a big learning curve for me. Um, just figuring out where where you were coming from and what was really upsetting you and trying to offer some sort of fix for it. But really, I just needed to listen to what you were going through and just let you vent. Yeah, it was definitely uh, a lot of venting. Um, it was crazy, stressful, as you know. Um, how do you think a spouse can support their teacher spouse? Well, as I said before, it's just being the, uh, the listener in the, whatever's coming out. Uh, you can offer some suggestions sometimes, but most of the time you can't really come up with a good solution because you don't fully understand what's going on in the school. There's a lot of dynamics going on that I didn't even know about. But just being somebody who listens and just being there to comfort and buy them ice cream or something, whatever they're into. <laughs> <laughs> Basically be that emotional support, really. 
is um, what it comes down to. Um, what was hardest for you when I was teaching? Um, I'd have to say the just watching you go through the stressful situations, stuff you couldn't control, um, other teachers that were creating problems or creating fights or arguments, whatever was going on, lack of, if there was lack of leadership that was kind of ignoring the situation and letting things carry on too long. And then also just the stress of the planning and all that, and maybe a troublesome kid or something. But just seeing that wear on you, that was pretty hard. Yeah, because it, it's um, day in and day out, uh, year after year, it's definitely, um, it's hard on the body, as teachers know. Um, but yeah, if a teacher doesn't have a spouse to have that kind of support, what do you think they can do? Because this is, this is pretty major. <coughs> Teachers need this, for sure. Um, if you, I would say reach out to friends or family. Those are always the go-to answer, but I think what you found, just what you've been searching and what you created, there's also a bunch of different groups that are out there social media support groups, whatever social media platform you go to, but I know there's stuff that I've found in my, where I work and stuff that I've heard other people come across. Yeah, definitely, especially towards the beginning of when I was teaching, there wasn't really that social media outlet or a group of teachers out there that truly understood fully what teachers actually are going through in Internally, externally, emotionally, mentally, all of that. All of it. Uh, so now this point um, in the episode, um, as you know, I said earlier that um, I'm no longer teaching right now. Um, so these, this part of the conversation, I guess I should say. Um, <laughs> These questions are going to be geared towards like before when I was teaching and after um, I left teaching. So you can kind of, teachers, you guys out there, can kind of get an idea or perspective a little bit on the difference of what, you know, you're living through in the trenches. Um, and if you have left, maybe you, you know, have these same experiences after being out of teaching. Um, but it's definitely so different. Um, me as a person, my life, our life together, our family, the whole dynamic of a family, everything's different. Um, but Chris, how has teaching changed me, would you say? As in when you were teaching? How did it change you? Yeah, or... Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said before, the the stress of it all really wore you down. Um, you were definitely more on edge during the year, school year, and leading up to whatever major thing was coming up due, or just 
knowing that you're going to have to walk back in Monday morning back to the classroom and you could see a change in your attitude Sunday evening. It was just like it was building up and you had been anticipating it all weekend. So you didn't really get to enjoy the full weekend. And then that carries throughout the week and week after week. Yeah. And repeat, repeat every single week. All right. Who's out there raising their hand and probably like going, oh my gosh, that is me. Because I know, I know it's true. I know they're out there. I know you're out there. I see you. I hear you. Um, it's crazy. So how are things now in comparison to when I was teaching? Kind of touched on this throughout the show a little bit today, but kind of give us some concrete examples. Well, like I've told you before, it was like uh, getting you, your, the summer you back. So the version of you that was more present in mind with, uh, during the summer. Explain that a little bit. You're just more like stuff that we got together, uh, like with family or spending time with the kids or whatever. It was like you were able to better enjoy our time together. Oh yeah, definitely. And this, I mean, that only came up, I would say more, you know, during longer breaks or especially summer break. Mm -hmm. So as I've said, the the version of you after leaving teaching was like getting the summer you back. But like better. Getting, but you know, yeah. <laughs> right? Because you weren't planning for the next school year. Right. Like actually being present with family and getting to enjoy the days. Right? It was like you were free. Free! <laughs> what a great word. Oh my gosh. Because that's really what it's like. It's like free from the chains. Like the chains have been released. The chains were broken. Like the bricks just fall off your back. It is insane. The, the difference. The change. Um, after getting out of teaching. I just... I guess, I mean, even almost two years of being out of the classroom now, it's still just mind-blowing to me how toxic and how negative the education field is, and it's becoming even worse, um, which is super sad. Uh, but yeah, wow, free. That um, pretty much sums it up right there. Freedom. All right, so teachers, that is kind of a perspective. You heard it right here from the spouse. Um, the husband said it, said it all right here. <laughs> and, you know, maybe you resonate with a lot of that was said. Um, and, you know, I want to leave you with this last bit of encouragement here because... Um, you need to be encouraged, and if you are a teacher that is loving what you're doing, you are happy, your mental health is not suffering, um, you definitely deserve a huge pat on the back. You should congratulate yourself. You should do a happy dance, whatever it is you need to do. Um, but we need teachers, and um, the field just keeps pushing them out. So. If that's you, you know, you resonated with that so much on the piece of, um, you know, the difference between what you heard when I was teaching versus being out of teaching. If that's you and you're like, 
I don't even know what to do. I don't know where to turn, where to go, what, what to even think. I don't even know what I'm capable of anymore. Um, please come and join the Aspiring Entrepreneurial Teacher group, Facebook group. Again, it's in the show notes. Um, so you should be able to direct link there. Um, you can also search it in Facebook, but would love to have as many teachers there as we can. Um, that we're there for encouragement, inspiring, um, helping others start an online business, um, work through brainstorming, networking, all that good stuff. So hope this episode finds you well. Have a blessed day.